everyone, it's Katie Dutters. Welcome to the Scare House podcast. Last week's episode, Zombie Army Naked and Scared and Pushing Haunted House Boundaries was pretty darn fantastic. Pat, John, and Scott totally killed it. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it, I'd suggest you listen to it soon. But if you downloaded it a little bit early and you felt like the podcast ended abruptly, it probably did. We realized there were some technical difficulties with our first upload of the podcast. Those issues were corrected. So if you want to go back and re-download that episode, you'll get those 20 plus minutes of fantastic content. For this week's episode, we're throwing it back to 2015 with our former director of operations, Crystal. She sat down with Jerry from Creepy Collection. There are so many Creepy Collection props throughout the scare house. We have dolls, zombies, clowns and demons and other creepy things. The things that they produce are pretty darn phenomenal. I suggest after you listen to this podcast, head over to Creepy Collection's Instagram feed and check out a lot of the behind the scenes photos. There is some really cool stuff that Jerry and all the crew are working on that you're not going to want to miss. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and talk to you soon. Scarehouse podcast. We are out here on the Midwest Haunters convention floor. I am speaking with Jerry from Creepy Collection. Hi, hello, hello. <laughs> How you doing? We're going to talk a little bit about uh, his creative process and his, you know, is just pretty much what he does and, and the amazing, uh, amazing, amazing creatures that and I guess people. I don't know what you would call. What do you call your, th- your um, creations? Creepy, cl- creepy Collection creations. Creepy. <laughs> I, guess. I don't know. We, we branch out to everything. We yeah. do. Um, uh, basically, zombies, killers, clowns, dolls, which I know you guys are a big fan of the dolls, um, and creatures now. Uh, we're getting into that realm, so a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Yeah. So how did you get started in this industry? Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> that's a very good question. Uh, all right, so how did I get started making props? I started as a home horner. Okay. Um, back in 1989. I must have been about 14. No, before 89, excuse me, sorry, let's go back to 86. Probably about 15 years old, uh, there was a, a, a house in Brooklyn that we used to decorate. And me being a horror buff, I was like, yo, I got to be part of this. And I went into that, and I used to dress up, and I started scaring people, you know. And, you know, I was a big, little bit chubby kid back then, and, you know, I was love Michael Myers, um, I love Freddy Krueger. So I think one year I played Freddy Krueger. And I, I was walking around and slashing, and one dude's like, comes up to me, he's like, dude, you're no Freddy Krueger. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to kill him. But he was like, you're a Jason, bro. You're a Jason. <laughs> so whatever, whatever. And he had his fun. But it taught me that, you know, there are holes out there in oh, the absolutely, world. absolutely, yeah. And that you got to adjust. So, yeah. Um, I kind of want to get a shirt now that says, you're a Jason, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was Brooklyn, you know. And I was like, whatever. But, um. That, you know, I love the element of what they were doing. They were scary. I mean, they were crazy. They were digging holes in their front yard and throwing people in the fr- in the hole. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, like like crazy. They were attacking cars driving by. <laughs> it was insane. Yeah. I loved every minute of it. <laughs> Decided, well, this is kind of cool, but I'm kind of tired of walking. So I had to walk from one part of Brooklyn all the way to the other part of Brooklyn to go do this every night. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to start doing this in my house. And I started decorating and man did I build some horrible props for that <laughs> oh my god we're talking like I don't know if I'm going to throw some names out there but there used to be this place called L.H. Martin it was an old school store mm-hmm. um, it was kind of like a Kmart underneath Kmart kind of style <laughs> but they had really old like they had those Ben Cooper 
half-face rubber masks. I don't know if anyone remembers those, but they had like the greens with the big eyes popping out and stuff. Mm. So I went out and I made, you know, I took those masks and I took pillows and I built bodies out of pillows and put the masks on top and I had them all over. And then I went and I made like crosses and I started tying them to the crosses and decorating my yard. And then I was like, we're going to come out and we're going to scare everybody on Halloween, but we're going to decorate <laughs> for the whole month. And, you know, we scared all the trick-or-treaters and it was kind of cool. Yeah. You know, we had fun. And then I was like, all right, I did that for like 10 years. And we got a big following in Brooklyn and props were getting better and better. Still, I would consider awful today, but <laughs> better and better. Back then, it was like, wow, man, we're building some really good stuff. So, um, you know, from that, we went and uh, I decided I went to... Um, Back in 1998, Universal Studios, Horror Nights, took a trip. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually just talking about that for somebody. And Life-changing, I'm guessing. Well, it was an amazing experience. Yeah. And um, what I saw there was, like, you know, there was a lot of props, a lot of statics, and a lot of distractions, which were caused by the statics. Very little animatronics in this one area. Mm. And... Um, I was actually telling someone just now, I was like, well, you know, the lighting is so important because when you have lighting on a, a static and your eyes are drawn, sometimes people yeah. are trying to figure out if it's real. Once something moves or jumps, it's a startle scare and then it's over. Yeah. But that element of, is that real, doesn't go away until you actually walk up to it and it slows the pace. Yeah. So then with a light on it, it's a total distraction. Your eyes are focused on that mm -hmm. and then the scares can come from both sides. You never see it coming. It's a yeah. high impact. <laughs> um, I learned that at Universal Studios because I was busy looking at a static prop that they highlighted mm -hmm. and all of a sudden a bungee actor jumps down from the ceiling right in front uh... of me. Blew me away. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. That was, and I, I, I get scared, I get happy. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I'm like, yes. You know, because, you know, you want that. Um, and then I, I said, you know, that's it. I'm done. I gotta go pro. I, gotta, I cannot do this yard horn no more. This is over. <laughs> so I said, I went in 1999, came back. I was like, this is the last year. Last year. Yeah. Of the home horn, no more. And um, in 2000, we started laying the groundwork for what would be into haunted houses. And by 2001, we officially opened the first haunted house. That's awesome. Down in Seaside, which was really, really awful. <laughs> no, it, it, what was awful about it? Well, my first haunted house we did in Seaside back then you go up to 2001 we opened and we did about 10,000 emissions our first year which that is like wow for a haunted house yeah, right yeah alright yeah and it's like oh my god how does a haunted house open and do 10,000 emissions and it, we did it um, we had uh, you know I think it was like 6,000 emissions over the summer and about 4,000 5,000 something like that 11,000 total in between basically mid-July August and then we shut down in September and October alright great but the rents Five times the amount oh, of yeah. a normal rent. Um, everything is five times the amount. So that's eating into your budget. Yep. You know, and so I turned around and the landlord was like, oh my, very much in my business, trying to bump people out. Like my partner, who was my best friend at the time, um, you know, and he still is if he's listening. Uh, <laughs> but he was my partner. You know, he wanted me to push him out. Oh. My landlord and wanted me to replace him with 
friend. Yo, he wanted he wanted me to be his partner. Yeah. He was like, you don't need this guy. You know this. You're, uh, you know, you're the talent. You're the brains. You don't need him. And I was like, yo, that's my friend, man. I grew yeah. up with this kid. You know, I don't care what he is, what he doesn't know, what he doesn't come up with. He's my boy, and I'm not leaving him behind. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. So long story short, we shut down. The, we shut it down. Yeah. Shut it down after, you know, we never had a second season. And that kind of hurt. Um, and uh, we, from that, from that, we went to what was called the PA Hornets Gathering. Now, I don't know if anyone knows about that. No. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now, the PA Hornets Gathering is what National Hornets Convention okay. begun as. Wow. It was in a church and... How appropriate. <laughs> no, it was a gothic church. And it okay, was okay. amazing. Like, yeah. the, the cemetery was over 150 years old. There was cobblestones uh, everywhere. Uh, was everybody like taking pictures, like uh, reference photos? You can go do whatever you want. <laughs> whatever you want. I mean, we had you had people dragging like corpses they made and throwing them oh, up against tombstones and taking pictures. And it was a good time. And then what Michael Bruner did, um, he t that's from the Monster Maze, if anyone up. He actually made a very fun family. It was a it was a day. Oh wow! It was on Memorial Day weekend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Saturday of Memorial Day weekend, and we had a lot of stuff from the Zombie Extreme. That was the name of the horn. Man, we turned around and said, "You know what? We ain't really doing nothing. We're not going away. It's gonna rain. Let's go up there. Let's get a table." They asked me to do a seminar, so I was like, "I'll do a seminar." And yeah, maybe we'll take some of this haunt stuff that we got and just sell it out and get rid of it instead of keeping it in storage yeah. and see what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, and these are pieces that you built or pieces that you bought or a combination? I bought. They, I bought. Okay. I bought. And uh, so we brought them there and we started selling them out. And then there, he always did door prizes. Okay. I don't know if I'm, a lot of people are familiar, but there's a mask designer called Lavati. Lavati out there. All right. This guy made a zombie mask. I am a zombie I love zombies. All right, so you have to your raffle tickets. What he what he did through the at the end of the day, everyone got raffle tickets and they put all these prizes that were donated on a table. There was a lot of prizes, and then they were like, all right, this prize, and then they pull it out, and the raffle number is blah blah blah. blah. So the Labati mask that I wanted was um, the zombie mask, and it was amazing. This woman won it, and I was so angry. <laughs> I was furious. I was like, God. Beep, 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 you can beep, swear. Beep, beep. You can swear. This is a. Oh yeah, yeah, right, right. This is a, <laughs> God damn it, motherfucker! I'm like, I want that mask more than anything. They, well, I was like, what is this girl going to do with that mask? It's, it's not. It's a boy mask. It's a male mask. She can't wear that mask. So anyway, tell that to the mask makers. Sorry. Yeah, well, sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm not trying to be sexist. I'm just was angry. I'm trying to, you know. Uh, put a reason why she shouldn't have the yeah, mask. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You're trying to justify your anger. Well, probably the mask was too small for my damn face anyway. But <laughs> I had to have it. All right. So anyway, I won uh, a foam skull. Okay. Okay. Now, there was a company called Cryptic Imports. I don't know if anyone ever remembers them either, but they made foam skulls. That's all they made. I won one foam skull. And I, got, I took this thing, and I was like, what the hell am I going to do with this foam Just skull? one foam skull, yeah. One foam skull. <laughs> so we packed up, went back. We had a good show. You know, it was like not even a show. It was a get-together. And, and, you know, it wasn't about money. It was just about fun. We went there. We sold out some stuff. And we had a good time. I went home with that foam skull, and it was sitting on I put it on top of my computer, one of those big, big monitor-ass <laughs> computers. Yeah. And I, I sat there for a, a couple of weeks. 
And one night, I was so bored. I was like, there's nothing going on. It's like, you know, feeling the misery of not having the horn, not building the horn. I took the skull, I opened up some, some supplies I had, and I started playing with it. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, that skull was done up. Yeah. And my partner at the time, I guess we weren't part the horn closed, so we were still my best friend, he comes over, and he shows up, and I have the skull, all done up, in a plastic bag, with a headline on it that says Creepy Collection. Oh. And I was like, what do you think? And he was like, he's like, bro, he's like, oh my God, we gotta sell these. I was like, he's like, yo, this is a meat, you did this? I'm like, yeah, I was just, you know, kinda tinkering around last night. I was like, I was bored. You know, it's nothing really on TV, so I said, ah, let me play with the skull. He's like, yo, we gotta get more. So we ordered, called the Krypton Import, we ordered more skulls. Started making more. And I started making more. Started making more. And then, all right, this thing called eBay. Let's throw these skulls on eBay. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Throw the skulls on eBay. Well, we're starting to sell skulls. Skulls are going. Boom, 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 boom. Then I was like, hey, let's call Amatomical Char Company. Let's get an account and start getting some real skulls. Let's get some corpses. I started playing with that. Now, just mind you, this is coming out of Brooklyn, and it's an apartment. Now, I'm doing this in a 12 by 10 room. Oh, my goodness. Yes. With, <laughs> with all the stock, all the materials rugs, that Rugs, brand new rugs everywhere, okay, that we just bought. I just moved in. Um, this is like, with, I'm, I'm tearing this place apart. <laughs> so, we started uh, making corpses, and then we started making skulls, and we started shipping skulls, and started shipping skulls. And I was like, wow. I was like, this is pretty cool. So then I was like, you know, I think I need more room. This is not enough room. Went out to Staten Island, New York, and we visited my wife's friends. And they were like, let me show you this uh, place I got. And I went there, and they had a basement that was 45 feet long with 20-foot ceilings, this place. And I was like, wow. It's prime real estate. I'm like, yo, I, I, I could really do something with this. I could really take, you know, this to the next level by going here. Within two weeks, I packed up. Three, by the end of the month, we left Brooklyn. And I moved to Staten Island. I took over that. And um, that was 2003. And from that, that's where, you know, that was really where it was born. You know, when once I got into that room, yeah. I could tinker around and start, you know, we only make corpses and skulls. Then I said, all right, we started making pigs, and then we started making heads, and then we started making, and now we're making nine-foot things, ten-foot tall things, and, you know, we actually did make animatronics, but I abandoned that, because um, I was like, you know, it's not what I do, yeah. it's not what I'm known for, I mean, there are plenty of animatronic makers out there, but I'm really good at statics, and I really want to focus on what I do, but, yeah. you know, not what I can do okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we got people like Nevermore out there. They're making some great statics. I mean, yeah. great animatronics. They make statics too, but my point is, the animatronics, Riley's animatronics are amazing, yeah. which, mind you, if everyone don't know this, Riley started at that PA Horner Gathering. Oh, that was like... Eons ago. <laughs> he was in a contest for an uh, animatronic build-off that Michael Bruno sponsored. And I got yelled at because I judged the contest. Now, I did not know Riley at all. Here comes this kid with this bad animatronic, and I had never seen it move like that. And I'm like, wow, that is amazing. So it was me, 
and oh man, I forgot her name. Kristen, I believe, from Amatomical. Oh, no, Amatom- I, 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 I can't even say her name anymore for our company. It's so hard. <laughs> it's the Safari Anonymous. Anonymous. I don't even know if it's around anymore. But she um, she makes a lot of like masks that had to do with jungle themes, and uh, she did a lot of like uh, bees and wax coat. Really good work. Really great, great, great girl. And um, she does um, special effects out in California now. Um, and a lot of monster palooza masks, stuff like that she goes to. But we had to judge the contest, and I was in on Ryan. I was like, this kid's amazing. He was just out of college. He was in college. And um, I got screamed at because people were like, he got a grant to build that. He got money. People paid him to. And I'm like, listen, that dude, your stuff is good. Don't get, like, these animatronic people are good. Yeah. This kid is great. I was like, you i never seen something like that. Yeah. And I've seen a lot. Yeah. He made that money, but he had to have the, the idea. Right. And it was the idea. He was able to do it. Right. The, I, the, the creativity that i seen, because I have it myself, and I said, wow. And sure enough, you know, um, bam, there he is. <laughs> there he is. And I was like, wow, you know. So we're doing that, that, you know, that kind of thing. And we're like, sure, we could take our stuff, and our stuff was great statically, and add it to mechanisms. And yeah, we got something, but... It's not my uh, forte. It's not yeah. what I do. So I abandoned that. You know, we just do great statics and, you know, keep evolving. Keep, you know, I guess bigger and bigger is where we're going. <laughs> you know, um, I'm excited. You know, I, I wake up every day and I love what I do. And, you know, I love doing it. Yeah. There's nothing better. I mean, yeah. Is there more Is there more financial rewarding jobs out there that I could have? Um, let's see, I was a stockbroker. Um, I left that for this. I, and to me, like I tell people all the time, and they don't think, oh, it's not about the money. Yeah, obviously, we want to go to shows. We want to compete. We yeah. want to sell things. We want to um, compete against our competition. We want yeah. to win against them. That's <laughs> our job. So wait, wait, wait. What is winning in your mind? What is winning against your competitors? Uh, I mean, like, <laughs> all right. I'm gonna, hey, listen, I'm going to be honest. First of all, I want to say that, you know, competition is key. Yeah. You need competition. Yeah. Um, I actually absolutely adore and love. All right, now we're going to talk competitors. I'll talk, you know, Unit 70. Love both stuff. And I'll say it on air. I was a big <laughs> fan of his work for many years. Yeah. I think, um, you know, he's one, you know, when he left Scare Factory and started his own thing, um, he was on the right path and he did a great job. And I think he, both of them are really great. You know, Scare Factory's not our competitors. They make giant dragon things. Yeah, yeah. They have amazing stuff as well. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, it's, like, I guess in the three is us, Ghost Ride, you know. Um, and we actually love them. Like, you know, when we look and we see that stuff, and I'm pretty sure they, I know they look and see our stuff. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure I drive them, they drive me. Yeah. It's only benefiting the haunts. I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Y'all can keep inspiring yeah. each other. And, right. Like, well, each other it's, great. More. it's great. It's bigger great. Bigger and better and right. prettier. I, and I love <laughs> it. I love the challenge. Uh, now, what do I consider to be the ultimate thing? Well, we want our we want our people staying there. We want to, you know, have these guys pumping out stuff to keep me pumping out stuff to keep. That's a great environment. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to sell things, but we don't want to give things away either. Yeah. You know, that's a that's a major thing, and that's a message that I've I've even pumped out here. And I mean, see, we're not, you know, our work. We take a lot of time. It takes mm-hmm. a lot of energy. Um, it, it has to have value, it, especially when you're paying rents. You're paying. You know, uh, electric bills, work is, um, 
you know, all, all the incidentals that you have to just keep going with, yeah. you know. So it has to have some value. You can't, you know, I don't want to drive a Porsche, but I don't want to be building out of a house either. Yeah. So that's the happy ground. Um, now, what do I consider winning? Get back <laughs> to your question. I have, you know, 200,000 in Transworld. St. Louis, sales, whole statics. Yeah. I'm close. I'm getting there. That's impressive. I know we took a couple home. That's a a hard (laughs) number to hit. You know, when I first started in Transworld, I was like, you know, I think our first show we went to in St. Louis, we had a 10 by 10, and it was like 20,000 or so. I'd I'd, die if I sold that now. Yeah, you had a huge booth at uh, at Transworld. You had a pretty good location, too. You were on the end, and you had like both sides, so you had to walk like pretty much right. through your display. Yeah. I really like that. Well, we're just talking about making it bigger now. I was just talking to the <laughs> and I was like, listen, I really love, you know, I love the guys that are on the end of my booth, and they love us, and I know they like being around us, but honestly, yeah. I'm, I need more room. When, I've been telling you this. I like my aisle, but I need more room. Yeah. So he's like, dude, if you want more room, talk to me, we'll push. I was like, I need eight boots. <laughs> I was like, Yo, I got a 12-foot teddy bear coming. That's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> He's sitting in my shop. We were supposed to have him ready for this. Yeah. I'm happy we didn't bring him. We couldn't fed him. Yeah. 12 foot eating children. I mean, well, yeah, it's going to be sick. That sounds amazing. Well, he's not eating them, but they're kind of in his belly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So something happened. Somewhere yeah, you like between. Yeah, you see that it's stitched and the heads are out there. Like, <laughs> I can't wait to belly. see that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I had that ready, and I was like, and I wasn't just quite right for the show. I was like, ah, you know, it's not where I needed to be so I was like well I'll just put it for Transworld I was like alright we'll like, I gotta keep this ginormous bear now for the next six months in my shop <laughs> taking up room but alright it be like the break table everyone would go over like grab the seat on like his leg They're and like eat their lunch it. yeah I'd call one of them sleeping on the damn thing <laughs> I, it, it's big I'm talking like I mean 12, 12 feet tall so it's probably fairly proportionately wide then too it's so gotta like, be 4 or 5 foot wide yeah it's huge it's a massive massive monster of a I'm really excited to see that next year already. Yeah, already. I, I was like, well, I wanted to do it for this show, but, oh, but, all right, so whatever. So, but if we, you know, that's our goal every year. When we started, you know, breaking into the six-figure market sales was a big plateau for us. Yeah. And we broke through, conquered that, went yeah. through that, and now we're heading into doing that next. And, you know, it's not about the money. That's about winning. That's yeah. about the competitiveness, about, yeah. you know. I mean, my goal is to, like, and I, I mean, I, and I don't think any vendor would, a lot of things are always tiptoed around. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, just uh, I'm, I'm calling as to see it. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to be a straight shooter as much as possible. Yeah. You know, they're, they're looking to do the same thing to me. They want to shut the show down with their products. I want yeah. to shut the show down with my products, and back and forth, and this goes on and on. And I absolutely adore this game. It's a yeah. chess game beyond any chess game that you could play ever. Is which products gonna beat what? And it's great. And I I, I want more of it. Um, now, will it happen? I'm getting close. I'm hoping. Yeah. Um, if you see me raping open a bottle of champagne <laughs> and throwing things around in Transworld, <laughs> confetti, yeah. you know I've done we'll my, yeah. I've done it. And then from there, where do I go? I have no idea. Yeah, figure out the next goal of that I'm time, going right? to Disneyland after that. <laughs> As I'm you done. should. Done. But, um, you know, we are, you know, we try. And, and it's, to me, this is more about the winning part. So yeah. about doing it um, than actual you know the ramifications of doing it because one thing I've learned is that you know there's always something coming up 
yeah. there's always something, you know, you can't plan for, this and that, blah, 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 or speed bump in the road. Yeah. Um, I'm learning that now, since I've oh. started to do a lot more help with, in the past I've been sort of more of the, um, create, like the, the sort of management type, like helping with our actors and, and doing like a lot of the people stuff. So this is my first year really getting involved in the build stuff, and so when we're like, things, we hit these bumps in the road, I'm like, uh, uh, what do we do now? What's going and last year I had the worst bump ever. Oh yeah. Oh oh yes, we had a lot of bumps in the road last year. So so you want to tell me about your, your bump? Uh, let's, yeah, I'll tell you about <laughs> it. You guys want to see what it's like for to live in creepy collection shoes? I will show you and let you know what we go through. Um, how about we get back from it was last year? And all right, let's crank it up. Let's get these bodies going. Let's get the orders. Call my supplier, my uh, manufacturers for my bodies. Are my bodies in port yet? Let me check. Oh, uh, your bodies are going to be delivered in uh, August 30th. And these old bodies. <laughs> these are bodies I ordered after Transworld. Oh, my goodness. So, August 30th, and you probably had ship dates from you around, like, before that. Correct. So, Val's uh, ready to commit suicide over this. Yeah. I'm so having like, an anxiety uh, attack well, for you and this like, happened last year. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. We ain't done. We ain't done yet. We ain't done yet. We ain't done yet. Oh, man. Alright, I'm fanning myself. I'm... <laughs> this is bad, right? Okay, so the bodies are neat. Well, luckily, I've learned to always have an ace up my sleeve. So, we had additional bodies that was a 2015 model through another manufacturer that were coming all right. But you we were not work, using right? right. We were not going to use those last year. We were supposed to be for this year. Yeah. We wind up destroying that whole supply. Wow. Taking it down. Yeah. That by Transworld, we have four of them left. Um. All right. So that's that was that was day one. I'm scared for day two. Day two. <laughs> now I find that the faster we can move, the better. Something you know, during what we deem season, yeah. which would be. June through September. Yeah. The less we do, the more faster we are. Yeah. So I learned. So hands for our bodies. It's easier for me to buy hands than for me to take the molds out. Yeah. And pour it in and do this all day long and then let them sit in the sun. We don't have an oven, but let them sit in the sun and bake. And then after a few hours, unpour you know, the mold. And maybe there's a little bit of sunlight to do another round. Maybe. Yeah. So the most you can get out maybe is 10 sets of hands yeah. per day. All right. So we buy hands. I'll buy 100, 200, 300 sets of hands at a time. Uh, we reorder our hands for those bodies that we just now said, okay, we're going to take these new bodies. And now we're going to put, you know, we need hands. Day two, day three. A supplier of hands, they ain't got no hands on what they're out of hands. No hands. So no bodies and now no hands. Correct. <laughs> and then my lights blew in my shop in my Bay Area. I was all one week. Oh my goodness. I had it. <laughs> I, I, I was like I was talking to a customer who's a good friend of mine. And I was like, dude, if there ever was a week that I was gonna quit. It's going to be this week. It would be this week. Yeah. And I'm just like, the hell with this? Yeah. Why am I doing this? This is just, you know, everything is against my efforts. Yeah. As much as I try to do good, 
I, you know, I, these people, I get this bump, that bump, this bump. I'm just ready to say this is it. Yeah. Last year for Creepy, I'm done. I'm going back in the haunted houses. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we start breaking hands. We start making hands. We start making hands. His response to me was, dude, you're being tested. He's like, you're being tested, and you're gonna, he goes, I know you, you're going to pass this test. Yeah. He goes, and you're going to be able to go to Transwell next year, and you're going to be able to pass this test. And he, yeah, he goes, not many people will know what you went through. Yeah. But he goes, I know. And in my eyes, you're going to be a legend. Because to get through all that tra- that craziness and still deliver. Yeah. I mean, and we did. We did. Except the only thing that boggles my mind to this day was our clown costumes last year. We went to reorder our clown, and they did not come till the end of September. And... Right. I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> what are you going to do with that? <laughs> it's infuriating because yeah. the wear props are ready. We're not making clown costumes. Yeah. But, and in the same token, people are pissed at me. be like, oh, well, you're not getting my clown prop yet, but I don't have the costume. Yeah. And I'm not going to say which, but you guys got to understand, when something's going wrong on our end, we're infuriating. Oh, yeah. We're more mad than you are because <laughs> we have to be nice to you, but have to work yeah. it out with the other people. Um, I'm going to say, because it's a podcast, but there was a, I'm not going to say the name of the company. <laughs> They're a very big company. And I told the rep, because he told me, like, we put the order in for the clown, more clown costumes, that he said they were in stock. They're finally in stock. Ugh. And this was mid-August. After Labor Day, we said I got the box. I call him up with, what's going on? Yeah. Where's my box? He's not picking up the phone. Picking up the phone. By that Monday, Tuesday... I left a message on his voicemail that was so mean, so angry. Oh. I'm surprised that he even still wants to talk to me. <laughs> that I threatened to come and drive down to their place oh, man. and pee and urinate all over <laughs> everybody's car if I didn't get my clown costumes. Note to, note to all the vendors out there, get Jerry his shit on time. Right. Well, <laughs> I, was, I was so angry. My shop, the girls... Everyone was just not even talking to me. Yeah. I was like. They saw you come in and they turned around and run the other way. I was like. Val was like, oh my God, what did you just say? And I was like, probably I said stuff to get me arrested. Yeah. That could could get me arrested today. Calls me up. I have my clown costumes the next day. Wow. Yeah. He was like, dude, I'm sorry. Um, I was like. He's like, I, I, I know you're kind of upset. I was like, you know, I'm sorry for being such an ass on the phone. Yeah. But I was like, you got to understand, my guys are opening. Yeah. They need this stuff. Yeah. They're not trick-or-treaters. They're not, you know, they this need this. This is their this. livelihood. Right. And you're screwing with us. Yeah. And I was like, this is awful. I was like, I put this stuff in and you make me look bad. Yeah. And he's like, I promise it'll never happen again. But he did it again. Uh, but he did it again, but he didn't do it to uh, you guys. <laughs> my God, I'm a Godzilla now. So last year there was Godzilla in the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made a Godzilla mask. I wanted it. Yeah. I still ain't got it. I ordered it and it's still not at my shop. I'm very angry about that. <laughs> but um, you have to go over and threaten to urinate on their building again. Nah, I don't want to do that again. That's only for customers. <laughs> Me, I'll just take it and be like yeah. whatever. But hopefully it'll come in this season. Yeah. But um, it was. It, it was yeah, that's how intense I am. Yeah. I, I am super passionate about yeah. what I do that. I literally get that crazy. Yeah. I get that crazy to like, because I take it personal. I don't want us to look at I know that, we, this, like, I, I just said this on an interview, nobody's perfect. Yeah. There is no 
um, you know, perfect year, perfect company, perfect, you know, my team, they mess up, you know, um, they mess up on, on, on pops sometimes, they mess up on paint schemes, they're constantly getting colors wrong, I'm yelling at them, <laughs> you know, that's gray, now, no, it's flesh, no, it's gray, and yeah. I look at the picture, what color is this? Oh, it's gray, exactly, listen to me, I know what I'm talking about, you know, um, sometimes, you know, a box gets packed with a prop that should be going to, you know, person A and the prop goes to person B and, yeah. you know, we're going to, any vendor that tells you that they don't have these things, or we're the most perfect things in sliced yeah, bread, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're lying. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to people. I tell you the truth. Listen, we got speed bumps. Yeah. We work it out. We always conquer. I always say every year, we conquer last year's problems to get ready for next year's problems. Yeah. There's going to be next year's problems, and we're going to have to learn to beat those problems, and then there's going to be new problems. Um, we're going to slowly work the kinks out. We get everything right. Uh, everyone gets their props before October, you know. Uh, we had an issue where uh, over the winter, and yeah, I'm pretty sure you guys experienced a hellish winter. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we had uh, we had some fun things happen, definitely. Are we, uh, Scott might get mad at me for saying this, but we had a, uh, a pipe burst in our uh, sprinkler system. And so our events room got completely flooded, and then it froze. And, and because we oh didn't go God. up there, it was we have no idea how long it was like that. So it was all frozen through. Frozen, yeah. Oh, we've got some great pictures of like jack o' lanterns that are like completely covered in like sheets of ice. It looked really cool. But, but it's awful. It's, it's awful. awful. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we um, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. Like the only people that got it have a customer from Canada, Christine. She was here yesterday, and we were talking about you know on the phone. She ordered in the, in the winter. And she got, you know, we give a huge discount in the winter. Yeah. Because I, I base everything on value of time. And I say, okay, well, here's the deal. If people order way out from Halloween, there's no reason to order. Yeah. So if it's November, you have no reason to buy a Halloween product. So I got to give you a good discount. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the best discount of the year because you have no reason to buy this. So the only reason I can give you is significant cash discount. Yeah. And the same token, it's not Halloween season. You're not opening tomorrow. Well, let me filter that, that nice gesture I did by giving a huge discount. Let me filter that in through my work. I gotta yeah. get ready for Transworld. We're gonna have a bad winter. We know this. Two years in a row, it's gonna get worse and worse. Yeah. Um, I can't get uh, a huge amount of latex in. We got what we got and we're putting it to working on the show. But in the same token, latex damages. Yeah. In the cold. Yeah. Six, anything 32 under. Yeah. Over it. And even in solid form, it could crack in shipping. So we're not going to ship. If it goes under 32, shipping's closed. Yeah. And Canada, it's yeah. colder. Well, she knows. We were 17 degrees this year, mostly 18 degrees. Uh, I don't think Yeah. That there were days where it was <laughs> 17 below. But the, the woman from Canada, Christine, when I talked to her, she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have that problem every... Like, our props are constantly breaking from the cold. Please do not ship me. Yeah. Do not ship me. Yeah. I understand. She's the only one that knew what we were talking about. Yeah. We, we, we held, so here we got orders from November, December, and January. Real long time to go before these things actually need to be plucked out of the ground, ripe, and used. Yeah. Not long. So our main effort is going into Transworld. So for, like, every one order prop we're building, we're building 10 or 12 Transworld props. Yeah. that's... The priority. That's yeah. what's right now. Yeah. Um, when we're done with Transworld, we come back, we start digging back on orders. I mean, and we're doing 
tons of orders. We got yeah. 100 props going out the door yeah. for the whole month in orders. But also now I add this into the equation. And now this mm-hmm. takes me away from orders. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Midwest. Now that this is over, now we crank around the rest of it. So in the process, somebody who ordered, uh, I think he ordered New Year, probably two days after New Year's. And it was a torso. $75 torso discount. That's the price. And he was really angry. He went on the Hornets. And he, I was trying to talk to him. I was like, you know, listen, we're getting it out. We got, yeah. we did. There was, I mean, I can't control that there's 100 people ahead of you or 100 orders that we're cranking through. Yeah. You're, the, you're the tail end of the dog. But it doesn't mean because you're squawking, I got to put you ahead of these people. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to do that. These people yeah. have been waiting. It's the right thing to do. Yeah. And oh, F you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Email. And I'm like, oh, this guy's really being nasty to me. Then he goes, I'm going to go on a message board. I'm going to talk, you know, trash you. I was like, go ahead, what message board? And he's like, he wouldn't tell me. So all of a sudden, I signed into Facebook to pull a picture of New York frozen, right? Because I yeah. had it on my Facebook where yeah. it was a header where our harbor was frozen solid. Yeah. And I was going to send it to him and say, look, this is what it was like. I'm yeah. not lying to you. Yeah, I'm telling yeah. you the truth. Yeah. These and, environmental conditions right. that we can't we control. Can't, we're not God. We're I going to mess up the product, right. and I'd rather it's send you... De- delivery times. Yeah. If you're going to order in the winter, understand you're getting a discount. You're not getting your props through the winter. It's yeah. not happening. It just doesn't work. If you do, that bothers you, don't order for the discount. You could pay full price come the summer, and we get it out in four to six weeks. Yeah. You know? So, um, that's, that's the two ends of it. Uh... But, you know, so he turned around and um, was bashing me. I go on Facebook, and this guy's like, dude, someone's tearing you apart in the Hornets hangout. And I'm like, oh. So I go over, and I see what he's doing, and, blah, blah, blah. and he wants attention. Yeah. So I went on there, and I started bashing myself. Now I'm a lunatic. <laughs> As we heard earlier. Yes. And I did it to prove a point that words are words. You know what I mean? I'm not one to shy from that stuff but yeah. like I said we, you know things are going to happen da, da, da. I told the guy one thing I was like it's a hundred dollar torso just relax yeah it's not like you know he's like oh so he starts oh, I'm a home corner so that's why you, you say that to me because it's not a three thousand dollar order it's not I'm like that's not what I said no. and then he's I think you're putting words in my mouth yeah I was like and ultimately if you guys are listening to this <laughs> I'm not falling asleep but you heard me. Where did I start? Home haunting. There is no bigger advocate for home haunters than me. Yeah. This guy was out for blood. Yeah. And I turned around. Some I people said, you just can't make happy. Oh, well, Rich Hamm told me that a long time ago. And that's what he said. Uh, when I first started, he goes, if you can make 80% of the people happy. But not, yeah, I think it was 80 or 90. 90 80% of the people happy 80% of the time. You're doing a fantastic job. Yeah, it's tough. You can't ever, ever, ever do 100 for 100. It's never going to happen. You'll set yourself up to fail if you try. Yeah. I kind of took that for a grand sort and, you know, did it. Yeah. After that. So at least 80% of the people, we're always going to have a few people, this ain't good, this ain't right, I don't like this. Yeah. uh, Da-da-da-da, blah, 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 you know. Then we get the people that come in, and, you know, so we know we're going to lose. And that's okay. Yeah. You know, you're not, like any haunted house, not everybody's going to come out yeah. of your haunt and be like, wow. It was the most amazing thing right. ever. You want but that, but it's not going to happen. not going to No, you yeah. wish, but if, you know, 80, 85% of your customers come through and think you're the god of what they've seen for the year, that's, you can't ask for any more. Yeah. 
that's it. So you're very, very customer focused. I actually come from a customer service background. So before I started working for Haunts full time, I was a customer service manager. So like all the things you're talking about, like been through that, been through that, been through that. Yep. Where do you think your passion for like this for the customer comes from? Oh, we're gonna go back into the stock market. Now. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, TD Waterhouse. I worked for them as a broker, and um, they did a lot of training called QSS, which is quality service. Uh, a lot of customer service training through me. You know, we try very hard. We have good customer service. You know, we do. We take care of our peeps. Yeah. I think Scott will attest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm, uh, I'm staring at our one of our beautiful. Oh, that's not props. even that. That's not even that. <laughs> like we, we do some really outlandish things. You know, I'll give you a focus, and I, and I don't mean to talk bad. I'm not gonna. I'm just a bad. I don't like talking negative. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we had a customer come to the booth right here on MHC. And the guy, not a big guy, not a guy who's buying four or five thousand or twenty thousand in props yeah. every year. We're talking a guy who buys one or two pieces. Yeah. Maybe a head, maybe a cheap body, yeah. hundred dollar body every year. So not a main staple dude, just a regular everyday home haunt dude. Yeah. And he just loves my work. He wishes he could have the other stuff. Yeah. So he bought for years, and he came into the booth here, and I noticed that he was different. You know, I was like, I went up to him, I was like, hey cut your hair he's looked like a hippie and he's like no man I got cancer oh, and I turned around I was like oh man and I started right away like yo he's like lung cancer da, da, da. they gave me three months but I'm you know going and I was like and I just started pep talking to him right then and there and be like yo da, da. you know you're gonna beat this positive energy you can you know and I turned around and said to him after a little bit I gave him a big hug I said listen I ain't no doctor I can't be a doctor. I can't physically take it out of you. Yeah. But one thing I believe in is positive energy. I believe in, you know, happiness over everything. I said, like, here is a, I want you to go. I want you to pick out a free head. I don't care which one you want. You pick it out. You're going to make me tear up over no, here. I'm <laughs> And he turned around. He was like, he started smiling. I said, and then Val, I told Val, and I was like, and she was like, oh, that was really nice. I was like, I cannot take money from him knowing that yeah. might be his last pop. Yeah. I was like, I will not do it. I mean, I want to install that happy feeling into him. Yeah. That's how much we take care of our people. The people we like. The yeah. people we love. Yeah. And there's a lot of them. Um, Scott, Scott's also one. <laughs> I'll tell you, I've done free things for him um, based on what we, uh, you know, off of three years, he bought a lot of stuff from us. Yeah, we I, were looking around the uh, hut the other day. Yeah, and like, he's got creepy, a lot. Creepy, always, creepy, so I turned creepy. around and I said, you know, you, are, you earned yourself... <laughs> Free prop. He was like, "What?" I'm like, yeah. "Pick out what you want." <laughs> one customer hit me in the gut, Mr. Michael Postar. Uh, one time I did that, he was like, "All right, I want the animatronic steel clown." I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" Of all the things. Right. Well, the problem was, it was uh, you don't make the mechanisms. Oh. So it's not something like in house that I could say, "Okay." You eat that cost. You no, take, I have yeah. to physically go out and buy that mechanism out of my pocket and build that still the rest yeah. of the stuff is out of homegrown yeah. but still the animatronic builder ain't gonna say alright I'll give you 50% off yeah yeah no full price paid <laughs> sent received done and that was a shot in the gut shot in the gut though. still felt I was like but that's how much we do for yeah. our customers we don't you know we, we, we try to you know we do a lot of positive things you know, one thing I've learned to live with, 
I am a haunted house junkie. I love doing haunted houses. We've done a few. Well, mm-hmm. You know, creepy got so big that we had to pull back. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it kind of bothers me every October because I'm like, man, do I love doing haunted? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get out there. I'm oh. gonna make them. Uh, you get that scare addiction. <laughs> it's not just that. There's no bigger canvas for me to paint than actual uh, haunted yeah. house. Is why I look at it. Yeah. Um, but then I started thinking something else. If I was in, a, if I did my haunted house, only a haunted house, I would be in one haunt. Yep. Right now, I'm in every haunt. You are. There's a little bit of you everywhere. I'm across the <laughs> continent. I got. I'm over in overseas right now. Yeah. I'm like, my God. When I thought about it, really step back. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Bigger picture. I'm everywhere yeah. in the haunted houses. I'm like not just worried about me doing one. I, my ideas have helped on a bigger scale and I was like wow it blew me away when I yeah. really thought about it I was like wow I was like <laughs> I could live with that I, I could, now I can live with October's yeah. not doing a haunt yeah. I was like because now I get it so you talked about the haunts as like the biggest you know biggest canvas for you to paint what is your creative process like for creating all of your, your props we have all different ways I mean some things are, I'll be scouring the internet. I see one thing, and then yeah. I'm like, wow, I could do, take that, and I could take this idea, yeah. merge it. Some things pop up at the weirdest times. <laughs> I swear. I get, I get inspiration for haunt things from the weirdest places sometimes. I'm like, oh, yeah, we could totally use that random thing that I it, learned here. Yeah. We get, I could be driving, I mean, I think Transworld drives are probably one of the best to go into St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. Except for the Saturn year, the year with Saturn Storm, where I was crapping my pants the whole way with ice. Ugh. But I, I wasn't thinking about nothing, but I just wanted yeah. to see it. But on the way home or on the way there, so quiet, we got the music playing, I think a lot. Yeah. And um, my brain worked, I could get like 10 or 12 ideas within 10 seconds. And maybe we won't do all of them yeah. that year. Yeah. But we put them to the side and We'll Same for later. Right. Idea bank. Right. Um, sometimes the bathroom is the best place. <laughs> you know, if I, if I don't have an iPhone distraction, yeah. which is the new industry standard for going to the bathroom, I guess, <laughs> smartphones, but, uh, or human standard, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if I don't have distractions and, you know, uh, sometimes watching cartoons. Yeah. Cartoons are so out of whack and crazy. There's some really weird ones out there. Yeah. Like really weird cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. One of your props started. One of the props that Scott, Betsy Buttons, Button Eye Girl. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Real old school, many years. That's yeah. out 2009. Started from uh, a movie, Caroline. Oh, I took my yeah. kids to see. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic film. That's a great movie. Yeah. My kids love The Other Mother. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, yeah. So, buttons and sewing. Yes. And so, that's where Betsy Buttons started from. <laughs> That's inspiration. That's where I get my inspiration. Most of the times I go see a horror movie. No. It's from the other places and then taking that and then twisting it more so. Katy than- Perry videos. Really? Yeah. I made, I made, I made an angel. An angel. Uh, I don't know. Well, there was an angel we made called the Fallen Angel. It had black iridescent eyes, big teeth, tattered um, wings, the costume, huge claws, like... The angel was falling. They transitioned from heaven to hell. Mm-hmm. Coming an angel to a demon. Yeah. 
that was inspired by a Katy Perry, Katy Perry video that she made where she was an angel falling. Wow. And I seen, and I, I was like, yo, I want to make an angel. And I took that idea of what I saw and made an angel prop. And that prop wasn't a killer prop for us, but I love that prop. Yeah, that prop, yeah. The idea of it was amazing. But that's basically where I, I mean, anywhere and everywhere. Yeah. Anywhere and everywhere. Um, girls, tr- sometimes, they'll say some things. Yo, this is a good... I, I try to get them for... Like, Val, I let... All right, build some stuff. Yeah. I tried with one of the little ones. Uh, she's not little. She's 22. Uh, Lauren. She kind of cowered away. I was like, build this... I was like, I threw her head. I said, yeah, build me a doll from Midwest. Yeah. Try to give her the platform to become a designer. Yeah. She got scared. when <coughs> She backed away. Yeah. Backed away from her. So... But, um... Yeah, most of the ideas come through me. I'd say about 90, 95% of them. And then Val has a little bit where she puts in, basically the dolls. I handed the dolls over to Val, the yeah. little dolls. I was like, yeah, I, you do those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, by the way, you know, the uh, doll I made still beats her <laughs> to this day. We actually have internal competition, too. Yeah, you're, you're yeah, a very yeah. competitive guy. I, I am. That's the whole reason I'm here. I'm yeah, in Yeah. Someone said to me something that motivated me to come. I wasn't coming. And I was like, well, yeah. And it was a, it was a, another vendor. I'm not mentioning anybody's name, yeah, but yeah. we're packing the truck. Yeah. And they're friend vendors. And that friends is what we call friends. Frienders. Vendors that, you know, we're friendly yeah. with. And um, they were like, I was like, oh, you're not going to Midwest? I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to take a break. My wife's got finals. This is going on. Um, you know, we want to actually, you know, maybe take a little breather. We've been doing it for five, four yeah, years. Yeah. You know, it's hard on us. Yeah. I was like, I'm kind of looking forward to just chilling yeah. for a, a few. And he was like, ah, oh, all right. He's like, well, hey, more money for me. I'll take your money. And oh, walked away. magic words. <laughs> driving home from Transworld, St. Louis, and I'm silent in the car. And Val turns to me and goes, What's the matter? And I'm like, you know, someone said something to me at Transworld as we're packing, and it kind of got me. And yeah. she's like, what did they say to you? And I was like, the vendors. And she's like, who? And I say, who? And she goes, oh. She goes, what they say? And I said that. She goes, I'm going to punch them in the face. <laughs> you don't. She's like, now we're going to Midwest, aren't we? I was like, I don't know yet, but I'm going to lean towards yes. Yeah. And they were like, she was like, I guess I'm not getting Memorial Day weekend off this year. I was like, probably nope. not. Probably not. But you know what, too? Like, last year, Midwest kind of was like, our props were great. Yeah. But I felt like I didn't do the Midwest I wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to. We, had, we came here, we didn't have no floors. We didn't have no walls. We didn't have signs. Yeah. We kind of just slapped everything out and said here you go yeah 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 I, you know I treated Midwest like a dirty stepchild last year basically <laughs> period and we did alright yeah we did alright when we came out of here um, in sales I would say considering that Sunday was a ghost town yeah uh, it's we, pretty busy here today you I haven't got seen early. Yeah. Yeah, but I know we've been back we've been back here we just chat which I want you about but um, <laughs> you know it's uh, it was it was pretty quiet last year yeah um, so we walked out. We were like surprised that we got where we got. Yeah. So I wanted to have a, a, to give it its fair share. This year, there's no difference between Midwest. If you notice, our booth and our booth looks like it could be in St. Louis itself tomorrow. Yeah. 
um, I felt like this is something I had to do if I was yeah. coming. Yeah, do it right. Yes. I didn't do it right. They didn't sit well with me. Yeah. Um, so now this sit well. And I, like I told the girls, like, if this becomes our final Midwest, I can live with this. Yeah. I can live with the fact of we put out a huge booth. We put out the best work. We, yeah. I mean, everyone in the whole show was like, yeah. oh, my God, dude. Gorgeous this, pieces. Right. Uh, Gorgeous I mean, best, best props on the floor, blah, blah, blah. I haven't seen nothing better than it. And we're selling, and that's yeah. a good. That's good. Yeah. Um, so if we decide, like, we're gonna take that chill factor, no matter what anybody says now, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> All I right. I feel like I did my my, my I, I put my share out there. <laughs> it's gonna be the last question here. Go ahead. Uh, so, what advice do you have for someone that wants to get into the haunted house industry, uh, whether as a prop maker or whether getting into haunts or you know a makeup artist? What's your advice for them? All right. All right, if you want to do a haunted house, John Denley gave me advice. John, Mr. Uh, Professor Nightmare himself. Back when I first... Little, 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 little haunted house guy. Haunt, home haunter. He told me if you're going to do a haunt, understand you need money to play in this game. True that. <laughs> okay. He said understand too. Actors are the gas to drive the engine. Also true that. <laughs> That's advice I can give is the advice yeah. he gave me. Yeah, both... Excellent pieces. Correct. Um, as far as, you know, what you guys want to get to play with, you know, that's your business. Um, props, animatronics, it's all fit what you want. The other thing would be, um, if you're if you're an artist, a couple of advice I can give. One, stop doing stuff for free. A breach. <laughs> Nothing irks me more than when a guy comes up to me and says... You know, I did this for this place, and I did this for a haunt, and I yeah. did this for this guy, and it's free. What we do is not free, okay? Uh, we have that. Our work, you, you know, the starving artist card does not work anymore. Yeah. Okay? I think people are starting to realize that as a culture. Well, you got to, you know, listen. I, you got to pay for your art. You got to pay, pay for the things. Right. That, yeah. I had this conversation yesterday with a haunt and uh, customer one. And he was saying how a certain show that we sponsor, he didn't like. And I was like, why? They show too much behind the scenes stuff about the industry. Mm. Well, that's a good thing. No, no, I don't like it. It's like, yeah, but on the other end, I was like, all right, so how many, I mean, I said, honest. One, I was like, you want to shoot honest? Let's shoot honest. I was like, because guys, like, how many ones go out there, come to shows, see autistic work? I didn't try to replicate it. Yeah. And he's like, well, well, you know, I saves money. I was like, yeah, but my point is this. The day that the artists, the day the horn artists get tired of it, of that kind of, you know, if you're saying you don't like the image being shown, yeah. well, they see, you know, guy, I was like, not me. If someone wants to replicate my prop, you know, whatever, try, go ahead. Someone wants to replicate a mask. Got people trying to replicate giant friggin' moving things now. I was like, this cannibalization that's happening right now with, you know, who tries to cannibalize this one and this one tries to cannibalize, it's got to end. You know, um, it's not good. I was like, eventually, I was like, what happens today when the person that's out there creating these ideas, because, you know, it takes a lot to be creative. So, yeah. yeah. Us vendors, we're pretty much creative. We're the people that help them build these haunts, yeah. you know, every day with ideas. And I'm happy doing it. I love doing it. Um, but if, you know, we're not protected in a way that um, ideas are protected or what we're doing. Well, what happens if we stop creating because of it? That's a good point. 
and then where's that going to go? Yeah. And the same thing, like I told him, I said, you know, and on the flip side, I was like, let's say vendors open up one of houses for free because we had all the products we can make in the world, right? Uh, at yeah. low cost. Yeah. And open across the street from you. Would you like it? No. Well, why are you doing it to us? So I would say, don't, don't do those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're going to be an artist, stay true to you, what you are. Don't copy people. Um, respect your work. Make sure other people respect your work too. Yeah. It's time and value. You can't work for free. Yeah. You can't listen. You're not going to get rich. You're going to make a living. Yeah. Doing what you love. Yeah. And that's that's fine. Yeah. Respect that. Um, and also, don't over. How can I put it? a lot of new people coming in, new vendor, new 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 artists, over promise. Mm. Know your limits. Know right. what, what's physically practical. Right. I can't tell you how many times I've seen, and there's a lot of companies where you heard me say, they're gone, this one's not around anymore. Yeah. What happens is this. You turn around, and, you know, you turn around and you, you go uh, open up, and you go to a show, and you start, or, well, you, you know, someone will come up to your booth, and they'll say, they'll have a price on the table. Yeah. be like, this is $200. Yeah. Say. And... Uh, I'll give you 150. Right. Well, the guy over there will do it for 150. The guy over there, would, we know, know that, I know your prices, hold your prices. Don't overpromise. Like you know, okay, take it in. Oh well, we got stuff. It's a game. Yeah. Hold your own. Um, your stuff has value. And oh, I'll do 10 of them for this, or I'll do this, or I'll do that, or you know, get your stuff out. Don't don't tell them it's going to be two three weeks when if you know it's going to be longer. Yeah. You know we we try to tell people. I, I have people here if I order ninety days. At the end of the, can you do it sooner? No. Yeah. And they're like, but what? Because yeah. there's people waiting ahead of you, and yeah. I'm not going to screw someone. Yeah. You know, it's integrity. You got to have integrity. Your work has to have value and be integrity. Yeah. And you know, I, I don't even know. You know, my competitors. I don't want to undercut their pricing. You know, and I don't hope they try to. I'm, it's not what it's about. We, you know, everyone's got to eat in yeah. this industry. The haunts, yep, and the artists, yep. And the more that we protect what we have, yeah, and we help each other, the more stronger and bigger this is going to become, yeah, in the long run. Agreed. You know? Again, big picture thinking. Yeah, listen, <laughs> I'm about unity, not yeah. about division. Yeah. Um, and and that's that's my outlook for if you come into this industry. Think that the now now here's the real advice. You're going to work your ass off. <laughs> I laugh because it's true. It, uh, goodbye 40-hour work week. That does not exist. What? 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 All right. 40-hour work week out the window. Yeah. Two, you're going to have no life beyond this business. You have to accept that. Yeah. If you can't accept that, I tell my peeps, I was like, yo, I don't even work them as hard as me. I don't work except for Val. But they, 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 they have a much better life than I have. But... Um, I was like, you have to either sign on or not. Yeah. There's no gray area in this yeah. business. Yeah, you can't phone it in. No. You either, either have to do the work and be here yep. and, you know, put your time in or just don't do it. Yeah. Don't sign on. Uh, I can't tell you how many haunts, or not haunts, uh, artists, we try to work and they don't work out. One girl lasted 20 minutes in the shop. She's a special effects artist. I'm like, yeah. are you kidding me? You know? Um just the way it is yeah and you gotta be you gotta hustle and work yeah. hustle and work do an honest day's work 
Well, it's probably three days work in one day. <laughs> and it's true, it's yeah, true. And um, you know, but understand that you're doing something that is different and yep. you're doing something you love. And when you love something, it's never a day of work. Yep. You know? Um, just gotta like I said, respect each other and you know, I'm not looking no, I'm definitely not about cannibalization of each other. Yeah. Um, I find it appalling. Yeah. I, when I when I hear another vendor is making another vendor's prop that he used to make, yeah. I, I, I don't even want to talk to that vendor anymore yeah. because I find it appalling. Yeah. Um, so don't be that type of person. Come up with your own ideas. Yo, know, a good artist could borrow but not steal. That's the that's yeah. the key. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure there's times where me and my competitors have crossed paths yeah. with similar ideas. It's amazing how like the, the culture and, and everything you end up with the same ideas like you, you don't talk to each other but you get to the same place. Oh I, I, I I'm still looking for that fly in my shop that comes in for Transworld <laughs> that it's like that shot that goes between me and Ghost Ride. Yeah, Once yeah, I yeah. find that shop, that fly. Yeah 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 you know and they're good guys, you know yeah. I have nothing, but like I came out with pumpkins and a giant pumpkin and they yeah. had pumpkin killers. Now yeah. do you think we had little micro flies going in each other. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. we just thought the same yeah. crap at the same time. Yeah. And that, you know what they say, great minds think alike. Yeah. So that's, you know, <laughs> but not intentional. Now, no. the next year, if the way I'm talking is if they had that one year and then I show up year two with that stuff, yeah. same stuff, that's not That's cool. different, yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Cool, All right. Know? So speaking of hustling, uh, are there any like websites where how can people get in touch with you or how do people like find Creepy out about what you do? Creepycollection.com. Yeah. Are you on the are you on social media at all or yeah, like Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook? Facebook, Instagram, we're all over the place. Creepy Collection. Okay. I am Mr. In- I'm Mr. Facebook. I'm always on Facebook. I, I, I have an addiction. I can't stop. Do you? Why <laughs> I do. are you on my front of Facebook? <laughs> I, I will be after today. Right. We'll do this. You got to get me on my personal <laughs> though because Creepy Collection's got. Five, six thousand. It's not even Creepy Collection. It's under my name because they booted Creepy Collection off. Uh, we have a fan page, yeah. which you're want to welcome. It's Creepy Collection. Uh, that's the actual Creepy Collection fan site. Then there's something that says Jerry A. Delisandro, who used to be Creepy Collection props. Oh. That's got about 5,000 or maybe 6,000 people. They, I'm not allowed to add nobody else. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to a personal one now. <laughs> like, some, like some real good friend customers that you know, I can have contact with. Yeah, yeah. And family. Yeah. So yeah. actually, actually have a Facebook of your yeah, own. Yeah, of my own now. Business. Right. <laughs> so we have three Facebooks, and I'm usually popping around all three. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it. We were. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time out to talk to me today. Not I really problem. appreciate we it. We love you guys. Uh, we love you too. We've got so many pieces. I can't wait. Uh, you can also check out. Um, Jerry made the Zanzibar that we have been taking out and about. So if you check out, search the hashtag. Uh, Adventures of Zanzibar, you can see all the fun things that he's, he's been up dude. to. <laughs> I love the pictures. They showed me. I'm like, why didn't I think of this? What's wrong with you, my staff? You're freaking kid. You should be getting this. Like, why are we not taking the props and doing things with them? Uh. Zanzibar should be having a playground date soon, so definitely keep an eye out for that. That is it for today. So now I just got to do the weird, awkward goodbye thing that we do. Never say and goodbye until next time. Yeah, goodbye until next time. And keep this industry going. Support your haunted houses. Support your vendors. And let's make Halloween the greatest thing in the world. I know it is. Woo! We're the greatest people. Yeah.